Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Wiki Shuffle. My name's Jack. Here is Chris. Hello. And here's Phil. Hello. And we, dear listeners, are award winners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang, hang on a sec. Oh, well, here he comes. well, we might not be. Captain fucking Killjoy over here. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's spoiling the magic of podcasting a little bit, but we are recording this before the awards have been um, okay. awarded. Let's, let's try again then. Well, yeah. How, what, what we would do in this event, if we win it, then we'll be really big and gloating and hooray. Oh, about it'll be it. unbearable. If we lose, yeah. we won't mention it at all. So let's okay. do it like that. <laughs> all right. Hello, this is Wiki Shuffle. I'm Jack. Here's Chris. Here's Phil. There we go. Hey, let's move on. Yeah. Let's go. On. Okay, bye. So we, yeah, we might, we might have won. We might not have won. It doesn't I, really matter. Way, at I the will end have of the day. a bath. I am going to have a, oh, sure. a yeah, hot, bath. hot bath. Yeah. Which makes so, it sound like I don't have that often. <laughs> no, it's like a yearly bath. <laughs> You've been waiting it's to win an award to have a bath. Saving 15 it up. Fifteen years. Yeah. Um, I've actually left it way too late to book my hotel room, and mm-hmm. so there were no rooms left in the fancy hotel where Chris is having his fancy, fancy bath. So, fancy. so I'm staying at a budget hotel down the road where I don't even have a bath. <laughs> Not even a bath there. I've got a shower. I've got the king's superior room. <laughs> Yeah, you're not even letting Phil skip on your floor. Nope. <laughs> all right, well, all of this, Chris's bath will be done by the time you're hearing this, listeners. So oh, I'll be so clean. It's, it's a great time for us all. Yeah. Um, I'm worried he's going to miss the ceremony because he's still going to be in the bath. He's a worry. I might have to set some alarms. Yeah. If you are wondering whether we won or not, you can check our Twitter account. If we uh, have been gloating and smug, we've won. Yeah, if we've and if just... we haven't posted anything, we didn't win. <laughs> yeah, we've just been grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> so in the meantime, let's press the random article button on Wikipedia and talk about whatever comes up. Parfait tick! Exclamation mark. What breed is that? Parfait tick is a Japanese shoujo manga by Nagamu Nanaji. I just go all around the world mispronouncing things. Yeah, don't you I? Do. that's your thing. <laughs> Nagamu Nanaji. Nagamu Nanaji. Yeah. It was published by Shueisha in Margaret, which is a type of a comic imprint by the looks of it from 2000 to 2007 and collected in 22 volumes the story revolves around the lives of a girl and two boys who are cousins and their love triangle oh, okay. <laughs> oh wonderful <laughs> this is a Japanese manga cartoon this is a Japanese manga cartoon that's pretty tame by Japanese manga standards yeah right? it goes pretty intense isn't it I'm going to wait well, this is me debating whether I should tell the story. Go on. I'm going to tell the story. Tell the story. I'll just leave out the names. 
Okay. Let's say we there's a girl that we all know. Okay. Okay. Called Brenda. <laughs> right. And okay. um, when she was younger, she used to her first boyfriend was really into really into weird manga. And I remember walking home from school with her one day, and he said. Yeah, what you're into, and I was like, yeah, I like killing biscuit, <laughs> sort of stuff. And he said, yeah, I'm really into um, Japanese uh, octopus porn. Oh, that was the first the thing he said to me. And her Brenda, when we said it there, Brenda <laughs> looked at me like, and I think that was the moment she realised she made a bad decision. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the Japanese do some weird, weird manga porn. So here's the story of Parfait Tick. There's going to be loads of Japanese pronunciation in there, and mm-hmm. I apologise up front. Um, <laughs> I think that's half the fun. <laughs> Fuko is a lively girl starting her first year of high school. Mm-hmm. Her life is turned upside down by the arrival of her new neighbours, the Shinpo cousins, Deya and Ichi. Oh. Fuko initially falls for the playboy Deya. Unfortunately, her first love is an unrequited love. Uh, so ah, I don't think this is... Kind. Is this? Are they all cousins? I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just bad grammar. I think it's, it says the story revolves around the lives of a girl, and there should be a comma, an Oxford comma oh, there. So she's the girl. and two boys who are cousins. They I don't think. I don't think they're all cousins. Right. That's. I think this is a better. great example of where the Oxford comma needs yeah to be a thing. Okay, so it isn't quite as weird as we first thought. Well, we'll see. Find out. We haven't got into it yet. <laughs> Fuko initially falls for Playboy Daya. Unfortunately, her first love is an unrequited love. Daya claims he does not know what being in love feels like. Ah. Suffering from her first heartbreak, she receives unexpected support from Ichi. Although he seems cold, Ichi actually is in love with Fuko. The oh. two spend more and more time together, and Fuko discovers she has feelings for Ichi too. Only- so this is like a teen sort of young teen girl. Well, it awesome seems freak. that way yeah. so far, but I can imagine there being a turn and it ends up being about octopus porn. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Only official confessions away from being a couple, a woman from Itchy's past shows up. <laughs> a woman <laughs> yeah Iori San used to work for the Shinpo family company back then Itchy had fallen in love with her even though she had a boyfriend and was some years older than he was there's a lot of love going around his infatuation was big enough to worry his parents who had her fired <laughs> <laughs> now that she's back in his life Itchy's feelings turn to her again not even his budding relationship with Fuko can lessen his need to be with Iori. Fuko can't deal with this and they part ways. Fuko is heartbroken again, but this time the pain runs much deeper. Her love for Ichi was more serious than her former crush on Deya. Ironically, it's Deya who supports her through these hard times. It's like a soap. <laughs> Shit, so <laughs> Itchy spends his free time with Iori, and Daya tries his hardest to distract Fuko. Slowly, Daya is beginning to understand what it is to be in love, oh. as he is falling in love with Fuko. Oh, good for him. But she can't return his feelings. She Shit. is not over Itchy yet. Oh. Daya, you had your chance. <sighs> At New Year, Daya asks Fuko if she wants to go out with him. Mm-hmm. Taking a fresh start, Fuko accepts. Brilliant. 
Meanwhile, Itchy says goodbye to Iori as he finally understands she only sees him as a little brother. While the, only... <laughs> <laughs> While the one she really loves is her boyfriend. At a class, <laughs> At a class clean-up... What? It's no explanation as to what that is. It's a class clean-up. <laughs> Fuoko accidentally kissed Itchy and felt guilty towards Daya. Accidents. Well, I was cleaning up in my class. And I fell over. Did a kiss on Itchy. Felt guilty towards Daya. Shit. When Daya finally found out, he was upset that Fuko didn't trust in their relationship enough to tell him right away. Yeah, it was an accident. Fair she enough. Fell. Accidents He's cleaning. Cleaning can be very... Erotic. Erotic sometimes. <laughs> Fuko started to knit a hat for Valentine's Day for Daya <laughs> without knowing whether she would get a chance to give it to him. Their relationship got a little stronger after Fuko confessed to Daya that what the... Is it too much? Is, this, is it too much <laughs> emotion? Drama, yeah. Their relationship got stronger after Foucault confessed to Daya at that she was only thinking about him when knitting the hat at the hospital <laughs> after Daya's accident. What accident? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. I'll give it that. I don't know what the accident. There's no mention of my accident. Doesn't matter what the accident is. The story is about love. So I'm going to buy the UK rights <laughs> to this bad boy. Well. So that's the story. They they spread that out over twenty two volumes. What's the end? What happened? I think they got together. The the, the denouement was a knitted hat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that how they all had the to great share. stories end. Yeah, is that, that's the key, is it? Yep. Yeah, a knitted hat. Yes. Oh. Why can't you get over this? We can learn a little normal. more about these characters I if you want. I if you think to. there's not enough depth that we've had so no, far, there's not enough depth. <laughs> Fuko Kamiyama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was alright, wasn't it? That was good to get out. The upbeat main character. She likes playing with little children and hairstyling. Okay. Right. <laughs> she wears her own hair in unusual and complicated styles. She does feel insecure about her looks, especially when being compared to Daya and Itchy. Well, they mm. are studs. Ichi Shinpo, the cold and quiet love interest, mm-hmm. class president, and ranks on and ranks first on school tests, but rather shy and comes across as a haughty guy. Haughty. <laughs> <laughs> what does the word haughty mean again? What's the definition of haughty? Uh, it's like kind of Rawr. snob, a bit snobby. snobby. Yeah. Arrogantly superior and disdainful. Well, he's good at all the tests, which seems like the opposite of shy. Yeah. Yeah, but if you are shy, you can come across as that, though. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Actually, very <laughs> so caring. Uh, but he's actually, okay. actually very caring once you get to know him. Of yeah. course. Works Itchy. part-time in a restaurant mm-hmm. and is not good at household chores. He's lazy. He's scared of dogs <laughs> and haunted houses. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> well, we all should be. That's, yeah. You know, there's no, there's no word with a phobia for haunted houses because, you know, that's, a, that's, yeah, not, haunted. that's not an irrational fear. No. Mm. Yeah. Haunted. If I'd be scared of a haunted house. I am. You might, you might bump into. Um, if I could remember the names of people, I'd be much funnier. Where were you going? That guy from Most Haunted. Oh, uh, oh, the grey-haired guy. Yeah, the one that died this week. No, no, that was a different guy. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! No, no, not him. Who's uh, the other? Derek Cora. Derek Cora, and who's the woman? Uh, Yvette Fielding. Yvette Fielding. Okay. That was where that would have went. <laughs> we can we, we can only imagine how funny it would have been. <laughs> let me do it. Good. Let me do it. Should we do it? <laughs> okay, let's do it. Okay. Well, you should be scared of haunted houses. You might Why run it. 
You should. You Natural. Should... <laughs> I'm getting angry at you. <laughs> the timing. This is a comedy masterclass. <laughs> right, I'll I'll give you the setup. What you've been you didn't get the setup that time. I'll read okay. it again. Okay. Right. He works part time in a restaurant. He's not good at household chores. He's scared of dogs and haunted houses. Who wouldn't be? Well, yeah, who wouldn't be scared of haunted? <laughs> well, yeah, who wouldn't be scared? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> this is just for us. <laughs> well, how lucky we are! <laughs> who wouldn't be scared of haunted houses? You might run into a vet fielding. <laughs> <Was that it? laughs> That was it. That was it. That was my big joke that I, that I made us go back and re-record. That's shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh man. Good. Good stuff. Good work. Top, oh. top jokes. UK's best comedy podcast. <laughs> we never said this was a comedy podcast. <laughs> they just put us in that category. I've That's never claimed that this is funny. <laughs> Daya Shinpo. Daya Shinpo is a happy-go-lucky playboy. Not very academic, but wins mm. everyone's heart with his open character. Ah, he's the opposite of his cousin, brother. Mm. He was cousins, yeah. Cousin. Oh. Mm. Sometimes he gives surprise performances as a singer in a two-man band, the F Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Okay, so we did get to some incest eventually. <laughs> Live action drama. Oh, they're bringing it. They've done it. So oh, any thoughts it. of bringing this to the small or big screen that you may have had? The Taiwanese have beaten us to it. Mm. The live action drama of Parfait Tick is called Love Buffet. Oh, God. <laughs> love Buffet. Well, when you think about it, it makes sense because she is, like, you know, she's got many options. Would you like to dine from the Love Buffet? <laughs> I don't know if I can. Antomaya. Antomia. Why I A? That's Antomia. Antomia. Antonia. 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 Is it a lady? A lady? What's A labia. Oh. A lady labia. Anthomaya is a genus of fly in the family Anthomyidae. They look rather like small houseflies but commonly have conspicuous black and white patterning. This appears to be a mild form of aposematic coloration, though they do not appear to be distasteful unless they have eaten something offensive to the predator or have loaded their guts with it. Great. What? Okay. What? And Lo- that's it. That's the end of the article. That's, that's all. Brilliant. That's There's, There's nothing to say. Of this really ugly fly, which they're all pretty ugly, aren't but they? I think it's quite a cute nice. fly. Don't flies, like, well, all animals on Wikipedia have, like, an extensive list of breeding and what they like to get up to at the weekends and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just another fucking species of fly, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's almost as many of them <sighs> as there are bloody moths. That is so racist. Oh. And here's a picture at the bottom of Anthemia procellaris laying eggs into feces on the stump of a tree. It's just a who dirty, hasn't been dirty there dirty though? Fly. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> There's even the, the way those words were described. They Flies have, are gross. They have eaten something offensive to the predator and have loaded their guts with it. If you were at a, some sort of buffet or a love buffet, okay, and 
if you saw a fly land on a piece of bread, would you eat that piece of bread? No, and I'll tell you why. Because, and everybody, I think, yeah, everybody <laughs> has the same image in their head from a documentary yes. that came out a couple of years ago where some, I think it might have been David Attenborough because everybody Probably. knows it so well. Um, he talks about flies and he, there's a book, like an outside meal going on and it zooms in on a fly and it tells you that every time a fly lands on some food, it throws up a little bit and then it eats it because it can't digest it and it throws up again and eats it and digests mm-hmm. it. And that's put everybody off eating outside, like everybody. Everybody I know always goes back to that one documentary at the time they saw that fly. Yeah, I, I know quite a lot of people who will just eat it anyway and they don't care. Uh, Which to me oh, seems uh, yeah. really you would eat it. It's just a fly. If I saw it, but I flies that it. like land on cow pets and have a nice little munch and then come and sit on your sandwich and, and throw up all over it. Throw up all over it. No thanks. Gross. It's not very much of it, and they suck that throw up back up again. Phil, time and time again, this podcast has proven that you are a weirdo and a creep. And <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. perfectly good bread. <sighs> okay, That's disgusting. Let's move on because I feel sick. Mm. Adolf Hitler's fiftieth birthday. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday! Come on, come on, everyone! It's really hard to get into the spirit. <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't want to have given him the bumps, or I would have wanted to give him yeah, the bumps. You... Really? What you're saying is that you, if you saw Adolf Hitler as a child or a baby, you would kill him. Yeah. Ooh. Where do we stand on that old moral quandary? I would kick the shit out of baby Adolf Hitler. I would. I don't even know what I would do. I just. I'd, um... That's not how history works. Somebody else would have filled that vacuum. It's part of the the wider social consequences. I don't, know, I don't think not, that's mm. that's not the case, is it? There can't. There's not just always going to be one ultra Backup evil Hitler. guy. Like when one Hitler's down, there's always another one that pops up in his place. Yeah. Yeah. He was a product of his time and and the the circumstances. Goebbels probably would have been just as he probably would have been worse. He was a prick. Yeah, Hitler. At least well, he to be fair, they, dogs. All, they all were pretty so bad. Should have. They all were all. Yeah, that's, that's the true. one thing they had they, in yeah. common. They were all like they were proper wrongins, dicks. So at the end of the First World War, we should have just killed all the Germans. Yep. Started afresh. Yeah, get, absolutely. Get that's your final solution. <laughs> <laughs> You're just back from Germany. Six million Jews died, Phil. They all died. Okay. I agree. I'm not all right, denying let's, let's that. Let's get on with the article. Let's find out how you're going to be, you're gonna be like, like you're that. Denying it. Let's find out how he celebrated his birthday. <laughs> Nobody's denying anything. Okay. The 50th birthday of Adolf Hitler was on the 20th of April 1939. It was celebrated as a national holiday throughout Nazi Germany and other parts of the world. I wonder if it was in the UK. Mm. Well, it would have been by our royal family and yeah. the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail definitely would have <laughs> run have a, had a front page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the cutouts you get <laughs> on the window. Cover boy. Yeah. Adolf at 50. Yeah, the no. son would have had one of those cut-out masks that they do every once in a while. <laughs> oh, why do they do that? Um, it was celebrated as a national holiday throughout Nazi Germany and other parts of the world. Gifts and telegrams of congratulations were received from all over Germany and the Allied countries, although the Western Allies neglected congratulating the Führer. That's what set him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snubbed on my 50th. You know, this is a, this is a proper a big birthday. One. It's, it's a big, big one. one. It's a big I'd one. I'd understand at 47, but it's 50. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's put our differences not aside. Even a card. Yeah. Not, not a, even a card, Goebbels. 
The birthday <laughs> celebration saw, amongst other events, the largest military parade in the history of the Third Reich, with Army, Air Force, Navy and SS units, numbering almost 50,000 in total, marching through the streets of Berlin in Hitler's honour. It's just your birthday. I wouldn't like that sort of parade on my birthday. No. Really? Maybe, Would no. you really want, like, 50,000? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you'd want. 50,000, yeah. the entire SS division. <laughs> I'd want all of the divisions. I'm tempted to seek you out as a baby. <laughs> Put play to this megalomania. Um, no, that sounds a bit embarrassing to me. Yeah, uh, I'm going to seek you out as a baby. That's a pretty weird <laughs> sentence. What do you want for your birthday? military parades and telegrams from every country that's probably what he asked for yeah well he got it because well he didn't know he's that's why he's annoyed mm. and, that, and then the rest is history <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> on the 18th of april 1939 the government of nazi germany declared that the fuhrer adolf hitler's birthday 20th of april to be a national holiday Festivities took place in all municipalities throughout the country, as well as in the free city of Danzig. Oh, yeah. The British historian Ian Kershaw comments that the events organised in Berlin by the Nazi Minister of Propaganda, Joseph Goebbels, who we knew he was bound. Uh, he, was, he was arranging it all. Was the special surprise for adults. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell him, don't let him in the room. <laughs> so, so Shut everybody, he's coming! <laughs> That's my Goebbels impersonation. <laughs> Spot on. It really was. The British historian Ian Kershaw comments that the events organised in Berlin by the Nazi Minister of Propaganda, Joseph Goebbels, were an astonishing extravaganza of the Fuhrer cult. The lavish outpourings of adulation and sycophancy surpassed those of any previous Fuhrer birthdays. <laughs> this one's going to be even bigger than his 48! <laughs> and we all remember how glorious that was! <laughs> <laughs> really ramped up. <laughs> when uh, when did the war? I oh know this is 1939. The war hadn't started at this point, had it? This is April. Yeah, we're just before yeah war breaking out. So he may have been doing some border bothering at this point, but it yeah. hadn't broken mm. out. So he was getting really yeah. amped up for his birthday beforehand. So he <laughs> border bothering is that what his special border name for his special birthday treat yeah. from um, <laughs> what's her name? Eva from Eva. Gross. Border bothering. Oh, okay. It's taking a dark turn. <laughs> the whole thing took a dark turn after his a little birthday. Bit. So. Yeah, yeah. Festivities began in the afternoon on the day before his birthday. Oh, come on. When Hitler rode in the lead car of a motorcade of 50 white limousines. Along it sounds like my super sweet 16th. <laughs> <laughs> I want a limo. Yeah. Goebbels, I want a limo. <laughs> it's not white. Oh, God. He's, he's getting overtired now <laughs> we shouldn't have let him have the red bull <laughs> a motorcade of 50 white limousines along architect albert spears newly completed east-west axis the planned central boulevard for wealth helpstead germania oh, german accent's no better than any of no, the other accents we've ever done on this your, gobbles, your gobbles was perfect thanks <laughs> Which Goebbels or Goebbels? I think it's Goebbels. Goebbels. Yeah. Go I say Goebbels. I don't know. Who cares? He's a prick. <laughs> Which was to be the new capital after the planned victory in World War II. Hitler, anticipating that Speer would give a speech, was amused when he evaded this by briefly announcing that the work should speak for itself. 
The mm. next event was a torch-lit procession of appointments from all over Germany, which Hitler reviewed from a balcony in the Reich Chancellery. Then, at midnight, just as his birthday is about to begin, <laughs> Hitler's courtiers congratulated him and presented him with gifts. Oh, I couldn't even wait till the morning. <laughs> oh, it's my birthday sleep. now! <laughs> He's been up for hours. <laughs> then at midnight, Hitler's courtiers congratulated him and presented him with gifts, including statues, bronze casts, mice and porcelain, oil paintings, tapestries, rare coins, antique weapons, and a mass <laughs> of other presents, many of them kitsch. <laughs> I think you're really going to like this one I think you're going to like this one I picked it up at a flea market It's the stuff he's into It's so retro Hitler admired some <laughs> Made fun of others Oh, Adolf And ignored most He is a spoiled brat <laughs> Wow. It's, it, it really he is, is my super sweet 16th. Yeah. It really is. He's yeah. got everything. And he's still not happy. Well, you only got me some rare coins. Fuck you. <laughs> Antique weapons. Adolf. Oh, Get me Ad some new ones, yeah? Adolf's doing it again. <laughs> he's playing up. He's playing up. Can you speak to him? You're his father. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's his birthday, but... Well, did you see when... He it too far. He's really embarrassed. He's really embarrassed. Did you see Goals. when Uncle Hans gave him his, his birthday card? He just opened it, shook it to see if there was any no, money in it, and then really handed it back to him. I was mortified. I was mortified. <laughs> it's gone on too long. But we can't, we can't say anything to him because he's, you know, he's a really powerful man. He's got my finger over the button. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't have gave him that either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a picture accompanying that um, excerpt about celebrations, which is of a celebration of Hitler's 50th birthday in a German club in Australia. Terrifying. There's this massive swastika um, flag with the Australian flag right next to it with a big portrait of Hitler's face oh, with yeah. 50 Yara written in flowers. He above does it. love that. That's his favourite Facebook photo, isn't it? That one. <laughs> I got loads of likes. <laughs> Military parade. A key part of the birthday celebrations was the large demonstration of Nazi Germany's military capabilities. The display was intended in part as a warning to the Western powers. That's the wrong reason for throwing a party. Look at my birthday. <laughs> the parade, which lasted about five hours, oh included 12 companies of the Luftwaffe, 12 companies of the Army and 12 companies of the Navy, as well as units of the Schutzstrafe... Shoot staff at the SS. In total, forty to fifty thousand German troops took part. One hundred and sixty-two warplanes flew Jesus. over Berlin. The grandstand comprised twenty thousand official guests, and the parade was watched by several hundred thousand spectators. Well, this better be his wow. birthday and Christmas. Features of the parade were large, long-range air defence artillery guns, emphasis on motorised artillery, and development of air defence units. Joseph Goebbels, the events organiser, declared in a broadcast address to the German people, and I'm going to have to do my Goebbels impression oh, again good, now. Good. The Reich stands in the shadow of the German sword. Trade and industry and culture and national life flourish under the guarantee of the military forces. The name of Herr Hitler is our political programme. Imagination and realism are harmoniously combined in the Fuhrer. <laughs> do you think... Military leaders throughout the country gave addresses to their troops to celebrate the occasion. Some, such as Major General Eric von Manstein, were in... <laughs> which is a great name. <laughs> Manstein. 
Eric von Manstein were especially effusive in their praise for their supreme commander. Official guests representing 23 countries took part in the celebrations. Papal envoy Césaire Orsino, the president of the Slovak Republic, Joseph Tiso, the heads of the branches of Nazi Germany's armed forces and mayors of German cities offered birthday congratulations at the chancellery. Hitler and Italian director... No. <laughs> Hitler and Italian dictator Benito Mussolini... <laughs> Exchanged telegrams assuring each other that the friendship between Germany and the Kingdom of Italy, both ruled by fascist regimes at the time, could not be disturbed by their enemies. Hmm. The ambassadors of the United Kingdom, France and the United States were not present at the parade, having been withdrawn after Hitler's march into Czechoslovakia in 1938. He was border bothering at that point. I love the Second World War. Like, not, I don't love... <laughs> I don't love like all of the pain stuff. and misery, but I just love the fact that we were the goodies, and we're so rarely the goodies in wars. So that's yeah, quite true. nice. That is true. Yeah. It's nice to to be the goodies for once. because yeah. even in the First World War, it's a bit muddy as to whether we were the goodies or not. Mm. Mm. You know what? I know so little about the, the First World War. I need to sort that out. Um, yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I could see Phil's internal brain going. Hmm. Do I know enough to, to give him a little potted history? <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe you should listen to Hardcore History. And I'm, that's that. my next. Do we sponsor uh, him or something? One. I think we might, <laughs> <laughs> and we should because we should. it He's is so awesome. And his take yeah. on the first world war is spectacular. Is that um, Blueprint for Armageddon? Is that's that what it's one. called? Yeah. yeah, that's next for me. So yes. The U.S. was represented at the troop review by Charge d'Affaires Raymond H. Geist. U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt did not congratulate Hitler on his birthday in accordance with his practice of not sending birthday greetings to anyone but ruling monarchs. Oh, he's one of those. It's good to have a, it's good to have a code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do cards. I just I don't do them. Oh, here we go. King Richard the Sixth. No, that's... King Richard. No. Where'd you get that from? Um, we're not putting that in because it makes me look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. King George VI of England dispatched a message of congratulation of to Hitler. Start again. People will be offended about that. <laughs> yeah, because that's the offensive part, not what's coming afterwards. To be honest, if I was in any other part of the United Kingdom, I'd want to be as distant from this as possible. King George VI of the United Kingdom dispatched a message of congratulation to Hitler. Of course he did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But due to the strained relations between the two countries, his advisers had considered whether the king should ignore his birthday altogether. Birthday gifts. The free city of Danzig made Hitler an honorary citizen of the city as a birthday gift. Hitler received the citizenship papers from the hands of Albert Forster, the city's Nazi leader. Political and military tension between Germany and Poland were heightened at this time, and Time magazine reported the possibility of Danzig being returned to Germany. Martin Bormann, Hitler's private secretary, had the eagle's nest constructed as the Nazi party's birthday gift. Hitler, however, did not like the location, <laughs> as he had a fear of heights. Bless. Aww. 
Because of his indigestion, oh, Hitler did not drink alcohol, so a Munich brewery created a special batch of low-alcohol beer for his birthday. The brew became a regular order. On the occasion of his birthday, families with small incomes received a birthday gift of 15 German Reichsmarks, plus five Reichsmarks for every dependent, and exp- an expenditure totaling... 13 million Reichsmarks. Well, well, that's quite nice. That's quite nice. He's, yeah, he's spreading it about. Yeah, I've changed my mind. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, he seems like an yeah, alright guy. Really nice guy. Really nice. Not guy. really nice, no, but he's alright. He right. had his moments, didn't he? Yeah. He likes art. He likes dogs. He, no, but, mm. he likes giving money to people. Vegetarian. Well, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Wiki Shuffle. We'll be back next week to um, do some more and also tell you some stories about our award or lack of award. Mm. To think of all the things that, but regardless, some things will happen. There'll be some anecdotes. Yeah, I, I will, promise. Even if we have to make some up. Yeah, I'll make some up. As well. Yeah, uh, we're talking sort of Jarvis Cockler waggling his bum at yep. Michael Jackson type stories. <sighs> I can think more like uh, I fall asleep in the bath and drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. I'll try not to. Yeah. It depends how big Chris, the bath if is. you have drowned this episode, it's going to be a real downer. I know. Yeah. I mean, we'll still Sorry. release it because, you know, we've done really well at releasing every week. Yeah. Yeah. We've done, <laughs> we have done good. It will schedule. be a fitting epitaph yeah. for you. I'd be really disappointed if I do drown. You, um, if one of us died, yeah. um, would we all say things like, well, Chris would want the podcast to continue? Do you, do you think that would be a valid thing to say? Because hmm. people always say stuff like that when people yeah. die. Like, oh, he would have wanted it this way. No. Well, probably didn't. Well, no. let's find out. If you drown over the weekend, do you want us to carry on? No. Really? Um, you want us to quit? Yeah. Seriously? You? <laughs> Fuck no, think, you, Chris. I mean, we can really dine out on that. That will make the papers. Yeah. yeah. It'll, be a, it'll be a lovely little... Yeah. I mean, at the minute, the only people that listen are uh, <laughs> Phil's mum and her friends. So... <laughs> uh, we can have some kind of X Factor audition for your replacement. Oh, okay. Now I'm sold. <laughs> okay. The sweet yeah, spot. they did. But as long as they're not better than me, um, that could never happen. Yeah, what? Thank you. Thank you, Phil. That means a lot to me. <laughs> so we have to find someone that's slightly worse slightly than you. Worse. So at some point in these new, and it would have to be like a new season. Okay. Like season oh, We're not two. taking a week off. You just take a week off, like in in memorial. Yeah. Yeah. If I die, I want it's you to. It's demanding, isn't it? Out of respect, take, a respect, take yeah. a week off. Then get straight back into it. Okay, yeah. we'll take one week off. Take a week off, and then be back in season two with the new guy. Yeah. With a new guy, Trevor or something. Or maybe do a special episode that week. That's just oh, my best bits. Yeah. With sort of really sad music. Yeah. Over the do top. that. In fact, best instead of Chris's best bits. There's so, so many. I'm talking about like death. Really, I've moved on from Chris's death. I'm more into concerned about my own. <laughs> yeah, we should do that though. Mm. And it's just that whole episode. We, you're dead. Oh yeah, we do a week where it's like, well, we can't do one this week because of the sad events. Here's all of the best bits, and then some sad music goes. Yeah. That'd be like only like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it starts off maybe, sad, maybe, but maybe then... ten. <laughs> maybe ten. <laughs> yeah. We put that on, but it becomes uplifting. We stick on a bit of Seagull Ross onto it. Yeah, you know, it gets a bit more gets uplifting, and we say actually, there's lots of good things to take him from. And then the right, joy that he brought right at the us. very end, he said, "I can say, oh, I remember I'm gonna have my bath." <laughs> and then it's off into the distance that's oh. yeah but if you've drowned in the bath that's a creepy way to end well that's how I want to go out okay yeah. All creepily right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> go out as you came in and then <laughs> and then the week after when you get Trevor back 
Mark Trevor in for the first time, yeah. you have to say, like... Your replacement's going to be Trevor. We're getting another white man. <laughs> <laughs> he can never oh, have enough white men. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, Christine. <laughs> and um, you should always, like, say, she'll try something. And then the pair of you should look at each other and go... It's yeah. not the same. It's not okay, so you want us to replace you Bad. and then be unhappy at yeah. your replacement and then quit the podcast yeah. because it's not the same without yeah. you. Yeah. You are an egomaniac. Yeah. Maybe. Turns out we were kidding ourselves when we thought we could carry on without you. You know mm-hmm. what? I hope you right. do die. Well, we're put- wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting Chris across as the egomaniac. I dread to think what you would like us to do if you died. I'll just chuck me in a skip. I don't care. <laughs> that's, what, that's what makes sense that you'd say that, though. Mm, it's yeah. just that sort of... Just yeah. That's the word I use. That's not a word. Sound. Okay, you go enjoy your bath. I will. And I'm not going to drown. Famous last words. Famous last words. Touching wood. Right. (laughs) In the bath. (laughs) Don't because it will all the cum will just like lay on top, like a layer on top, and it would be nice for the mates. If you get hot water on it, it goes a bit weird. It's not it? staying. Yeah. <laughs> not acceptable com- podcast conversation. It changes consistency. My mum. Think of my mum. I am. How do you think I got in this mess in the first place? <laughs> oh, wow. Right. She doesn't have to listen. <laughs> Sorry. Tell her to skip this Sorry, one. Sorry, everyone. Um, especially Phil's mum. Especially Phil's mum. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, we're supposed to, what we're supposed to use these wrap-ups for is You haven't even about, said about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Twitter. Right. Okay, we're on Twitter, Wiki Shuffle Pod. We are on Periscope, Wiki Shuffle Pod. <laughs> we're not. Don't give me that look, Chris. We're on Facebook, slash Wiki Shuffle, probably, I don't know. Probably. Or Wiki Shuffle Podcast, something like that. Email podcast at wikishuffle.co.uk. Yep. You can send us shit through the post. Phil? Wiki Shuffle HQ, 1B the Headlands, Kettering NN157ER. Send us postcards if you're going abroad somewhere nice. Or you're already abroad somewhere nice. Yeah. Oh, that would be brilliant, actually. Just a shitty postcard from your horrible hometown. Yeah. That would be amazing. I love that. Please, whatever little shithole you live in, <laughs> send us a postcard from there. That would be great. Yeah, postcards. Yeah. I'm bringing back the postcard. Okay, where are you? Okay, I'm calm down. Uh, the other thing is uh, tat. We've got some tat on Redbubble. If you go on redbubble.com and search for Wiki Shuffle, you will find our tat. And you can buy it for extortionate amounts. Um, and if you're in the UK... I think the is like, for two grand. <laughs> I think there's like four grand leggings on there. Yeah, that's it. But there's some mugs for yeah. under a tenner. But then there's shipping costs mm. if you're in if you're outside the US. Yeah, let's talk US. people out of this as best we can. And then I've got, Guys, I, it's probably I've not got, a good got, investment. <laughs> Plus, we only get a tiny percentage of then it I've anyway. Got, I've got to sit and so, paint them all yeah. as well, so that takes <laughs> ages. Yeah, the cash you were going to spend on Redbubble, just send it to us yeah. and we'll thank you. Honest, that would be better. Yeah. Okay, we'll consider that for next week. Yeah. In the meantime, sorry about all the bath stuff. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye. Next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 